0: back. We'll be right back. Welcome to Y2Killers. I'm Dr. Benny Graves, the guy who would be on goth for goth messaging Daniel Harris and being like, yo girl, you want me to be your true detective? Because I want to be real uncomfortable undercover. Because you see her covers?
1: They're like plastic pleather. Pleather. Horrible. Maybe just like that hard plastic, like that's soft enough to make chairs out of, but you know, durable enough, I guess, for Daniel Harris's chains. It's so odd.
0: And with me, as always, is the pop rocks to my Coke, the caller to the inside of my house, the dog to my microwave, hammy swammy, blecky thammy.
1: You forgot about uh, somebody steals a colon, you know, you're in a bathtub. Yeah,
0: something like that. So I wanted to talk about what this podcast is about. You and I were both around during the heyday of when Scream came out mm-hmm. and the aftershocks of that movie. Wes Craven comes out with this meta gory, quick-talking teen film, and it blows up the slasher world again. Yep. And what follows is a lot of movies of varying degrees of uh, success and quality, and we're going to talk about them. Uh, We're going to be talking about movies that range from about 1996 when Screen comes out to around 2010, and we're going to jump around... We're not going to go chronologically. No, no, we no. That would
1: you- drive us insane. No,
0: we want to keep it you would guys guessing. Just get worse
1: and worse and worse.
0: That's right, and maybe a little bit better down the line, but mostly bad. Um. So the first movie we're going to talk about is going to be a little flick that I like to call Urban Legend. What? That's right. Um. But before we start on Urban Legend, oh no, I brought us all a little treat. Oh. That's right. Watermelon Pop Rocks Ooh. I'm Professor Freddy Crooms. We're gonna we're gonna mukbang this right out the gate we're doing gimmicks, let's, ready?
1: Let's see if they can actually hear it. Hopefully they can.
2: You need to hear Ben's stomach explode on mm. hey, you have
0: some um, right. nom.
2: Let's see.
1: Hmm Poppy
0: Yeah, Rocky and or I'm
1: cheating. I'm just crunching mine. Ah. Uh,
0: oh, what's this I have here?
1: Oh no, is that a Pepsi? soda?
0: Not just a soda. Uh,
1: wild our Pepsi.
0: Wild our Pepsi? Pepsi! All I wanted was a Pepsi. Alright, ready? I'm gonna drink it now.
1: I hope you don't explode.
2: No. Did I explode? No. Did I explode? No. Did I explode? No. still alive.
0: Well, I didn't explode, but I also didn't collapse on the ground like a baby and fake a convulsion like that ribald Damon Brooks. Mm -hmm. I'm principal, not Peter Cushing, and I'm so mad at this Damon Brooks with his slim, shady hair.
1: It had to be Slim Shady Hair, right? That would be the time. Everybody want... Or, yeah, 98. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, I'm familiar with this Slimothy Shady and his songs, where he vomits up his grandmother's raviolis upon his hoodie.
1: Hordy. Ah,
0: oh, that Damon Brooks. That <laughs> Um. So, yeah. Let's talk about Urban Legend. Woo. Uh, did you ever watch this? Like, did you go to theaters to see this?
1: No, because I would have been 10... And for some reason, this escaped my childhood viewing, even though I did see Halloween H2O, and I think I might have been younger, or about the same age. For some reason, I didn't see this one, but I saw Halloween.
0: I feel like this would have never happened for me. I would have been like, Dad, can I go see Urban Legend? And my dad would have been like, Oh, interesting. No, we're going to find out about Hitler and his cabal on the History Channel for three hours.
1: Well, at least they used to do history, now it's all, like, aliens, maybe?
0: Yeah, a little bit. Maybe there's some reality TV in there, too. Oh, yeah. Um, but to business. Uh, Normally, we're actually going to do a segment here called Beers for Fears, Wee. where we talk about the booze we're going to be drinking. But we figured we're going to be straight edge for this one, see how things go outside of the Wild Cherry Pepsi. It's course.
1: also a Sunday night, so not a, not a rager night.
0: Wild Cherry Pepsi, it's the devil's drink. Um, So, Urban Legend, 1998. Fourteen million dollar budgie, seven hundred and twenty-five really? million doll hairs. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, director Jamie Blanks, who we know as the director of future episode Valentine.
1: Yeah, baby, David Boreanis.
0: David bore my anus.
1: Aurora Borenganger.
0: <laughs> Aragonalo. Aurora
1: Aurora
0: um, and then. He was actually going to direct I Know What You Did Last Summer. Probably a better movie.
1: Yeah, because that movie's boring as fuck.
0: It's boring as fuck. Don't come at us. Um, other than Jennifer Love Hewitt's Mighty mm. Warlocks. Uh, and then the concept. So here's some trivia. Okay. The concept was developed by this uh, NYU student, Silvio Horta, and he presented it and the script got edited and edited and edited well, yeah. until it became whatever this thing is. Um, so... Caveat before we start, Rebecca Gayhart's the killer. Oh,
1: what? Spoiler alert. I thought it was a six foot five giant man. Yeah, in you Florida thought it parka. was
0: Rob Gronkowski ready for his skiing trip.
1: That's, that's basically what it looks like. And it would make sense given they're like, what, in New England? Yeah. New England, quote unquote. Quote
0: unquote. Uh, Pendleton University.
1: Pendleton.
0: Um, and then with that in mind, one of the things that they mentioned in the trivia that I was like, Okay was apparently they straightened out Gayheart's hair because they felt her curly hair foreshadowed her as the killer. Only
1: crazy people have curly hair.
0: That's right. At this time, it's like low-rise jeans. You weigh 101 pounds.
1: If that, yeah.
0: Your hair has to be like freshly harvested straw and you have to do a lot of cocaine.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and then they also chose to keep the violence minimal.
1: Yeah, I could tell.
0: Boo. Hiss. You can't have a killer who uses an axe all the time, and then skimp on the fucking gore. I mean, there's a
1: a couple of areas where the gore's good. uh, We'll talk about it. Okay, we'll talk about it. We'll
0: talk about it. Uh, And then, soundtrack. So we're going to talk about the soundtracks in a lot of these episodes, because we talked about on Sale of Satan. Crow soundtrack, critical. Spawn soundtrack, te gusta spawn.
1: Te gusta spawn.
0: Fucking critical. And around this time is when those soundtracks start coming out. And there's like a point around likely maybe 2006, 2007, where this stops being a thing. Well,
1: I think the last soundtrack to a movie that was very, very important to both of us was the Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack.
0: Featuring music by musical geniuses From Autumn to Ashes.
1: Uh, Lame of God was on there, I'm pretty sure. Wait, no, I might be lying. Okay, but, but we gotta save kidding. it.
0: We're gonna save it. Because that's, that's a critical soundtrack. With that in mind, this movie also has a soundtrack. Um, and here are some of the... Creme de la creme from that. We've got Rob Zombie. Robert Zombino. Yes, my, my stepfather, Robert Zombie, um, with Spook Show Baby. We've got The Crystal Method coming back. We have. When Daniel Harris is on goth for goth.
1: Goth for goth.
0: Not vampire freaks.
1: Not vampire freaks. We couldn't get the licensing. When
0: Sorry. she's on there the second time, she's listening to Crop Circle by Monster Magnet. Mm. And it feels like Rob Zombie and Monster Magnet were always sitting at the same lunch table. But everyone always laughed at Rob Zombie's <laughs> jokes louder. <laughs> and then finally, the thing that should send chills up your spine with the sheer horror more horrible than urban legend s killings. Cherry pop and daddies. Woo! No, not woo.
1: We love to jump, woggle, and wail, right? Isn't I that? I don't it? know.
0: I just just fixating there's a Gap
1: commercial that's coming to mind in
0: my mind on like a guy wearing a bow tie with cherries on them and it's spinning and he thinks he's like really cool.
1: He is very cool.
0: <sighs> All these dudes dressed like like if Judge Doom decided to go to Mardi Gras.
1: That'd be amazing. Could you imagine hanging out with Christopher Lloyd?
2: And I drank just like this.
0: Um, so yeah, uh, we're going to get started with the film now.
2: Bom,
1: bom, bom.
0: That's right. And this shit starts with like some epic music. Uh, it sounds like a fucking Grisham thriller is going to be starting. <laughs> it's raining really hard, and we're zooming in. It's
1: actually a very nice rainy night. And I was like, oh man, driving in the rain. I miss that.
0: But legitimately, like, it sets an expectation for this film- that is not delivered later no,
1: on no i feel like the first couple of minutes of this movie are you know pretty strong and then yeah so
0: some plot holes come up we meet now, now also guys just to be clear like i only really know these people by the their actual names yeah so we're going to be calling them by their actual names okay um and with the exception of the people who aren't famous so uh, Michelle Mancini. Michelle
1: Mancini. Whose name we only
0: find out like thirty minutes into this film?
1: Yeah, like it's a good forty minutes in. But her real name is Natasha Wagner, and she is either the granddaughter or the niece of Robert Wagner from Heart to Heart. And she also married Barry Watson from Seventh Heaven. So
0: I guess she's good I think good she actually did herself. pretty well
1: for herself comparative to say Tara
0: Reed. Mm. Um sad trombone Tara Reed. Um yeah, so the, she, but she, but in this, she's looking like an Aldi brand, Shannon Saucerman.
1: Oh, right? that's who she reminds me of. And okay. she's doing
0: bad car singing.
1: She's really bad at singing. And not even like funny bad, but you're just like, please stop. That's <laughs>
0: right. But she pulls up to, so first she passes an incredibly lit gas station. Ooh. That is, that looks not scary and not spooky. So at the police. Wawa
1: gas station of the gas station.
0: Exactly. And she passes that. Uh, and she, that gas station is Chekhov's gas station because oh, they go to no. that in the last act. Yeah,
1: Chekhov's gas station. And
0: then she goes to the second gas station, and this one's ooky spooky. Even though, like, I think it's supposed to be a, a, a bed and breakfast because it says B and B on the side. And that I think w-
1: that's an old sign. I don't know. You you paid way more attention than I did because I was waiting for the man to show up.
0: I'm the man. Oh no. The Brad Dourif is Brad Dourif.
1: I knew he was uh, going to pop up in about two seconds.
0: First of all, he's dressed like he's like a concerned parent who would be killed in a Children of the Corn sequel. <laughs> you see him? He's got like a, a vest on and like floppy big pants.
1: I also felt it was unbelievable that his character wouldn't have a rain slicker. You're telling me this man works at a gas station in the middle of nowhere and he has no rain slicker? He
0: definitely has a rain slicker. Okay, but and he, he didn't definitely grab put it. like stickers on it or something Aww. like that. Yeah. But
1: you know what the most unbelievable part is? Gas was only a dollar fourteen. I saw that I was shit, like, my guy. Are you kidding me? Hey,
0: this is the greatest urban legend of all. Thanks, Obama. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so this fake Shannon Sossaman shows up and Brad Dourif comes out and instantly your heart soars because that man lights up the room and the screen whenever he arrives. Hope you don't
1: get attached to this character.
0: He's fucking fantastic. Like everything he is in, obviously Chucky, he's Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings, uh, Exorcist 3. This dude's oh, a fucking yeah, yeah, tour yeah. de force. And I don't think he gets enough credit.
1: No, I think people just see him as Chucky and they're just like, ah, the the toy movie, whatever.
0: But anyway, he's like, they kind of make him like King Rube, and mm. he's like stuttering and stuff, and he's like, "Stuttering the, Stanley over here." C- c- credit card you. company needs you. I don't know why he like kind of went goofy at the end there. Yeah,
1: I was trying to figure out: did they were they trying to make him slow, or did he just have a stutter?
0: Well, it's it's not yet the year two thousand, but it's also like the late nineties. So you know, if you have a stutter and you aren't wearing like you know uh, affliction t shirts, that means Oof. that you're you're mentally slow. <laughs> And (laughs) what happens is this girl comes in warily because he told her that the credit card company uh, needs some information from her. And she enters his nightmare warehouse, which has like a tripwire door. What is even in this? I don't get it. And um, she reacts poorly to him trying to get her attention. I mean,
1: you're a young lady in the middle of nowhere. And no offense, Brad Durf shows up looking like Brad Durf. And you're like, oh, I'm being murdered. Sounds like she's
0: prejudging him and prejudging a man unacceptable
1: unacceptable but she gets hers doesn't she God,
0: she fucking gets her the fucking bitch joe rogan podcast for life um yeah she does get hers because first she breaks the window and jumps out of the gas station and she gets into her car mm-hmm. and then brad durf gets out i don't know if you can believe this what there's someone in her backseat.
1: Whoa, that's like that story about that person that was in somebody's backseat.
0: The spooky time story.
1: Oh, man.
0: So we. this is actually one of the better scenes, even though they don't show the impact. You get a nice little axe impact with some blood. Peesh.
1: Also, shouldn't this car have crashed off the side of the road? Isn't this like kind of a twisty, windy road, and you're like, oh, we just came to a dead stop in this car. Nobody got
0: hurt. Yeah. No, that makes complete sense. So then we cut. Right? And we're at Pendleton University. It's very prestigious. It's New a England very College. Prestigious. Have you seen the inside of the buildings in Pendleton I mean, University?
1: They look like they're a building. That's that's wonderful.
0: Um, And we're listening to Tara Reed's radio Ooh. show. <sighs> under the covers with Sasha.
1: You know, this isn't that far fetched because don't all washed up people end up on a like Sirius XM hosting their own like sex shows? Or I like mean, they're like, Welcome back to the top ten on ten.
0: I mean in two thousand six they probably were. Yeah. Uh but yeah, Tara Reed's hosting this show, which she's like pantomiming it's giving a be- blow job. Yeah. But there's no one there to watch her That's pantomime. The one part I didn't
1: understand. I was like, Why are you pantomiming this when all the person that can see you is your Roz? I don't know what his name is. I'm just gonna call him her
0: Roz. Okay. And she's there and what posters does she have behind her?
1: Oh, she had a Manson poster. Yes.
0: Uh renowned lover of treating women correctly.
1: I, I That's what I've heard.
0: Madeline Mason. Madeline And Moncon. L7. And there are L7 posters like multiple times I in don't think I've movie. even listened to L7. Neither have I. But I'm sure somebody will tell us how good they were.
1: As good as Marilyn Manson.
0: Madeline Mason.
1: Masha Mushna.
0: M- or Borealis. Uh, and then... <laughs> uh, Tara Reed's running this very successful show. And actually... Fake Shannon Sossaman was listening to that show oh, right. when she was murder murdered. And uh, we cut to the student center, which looks like it's in, like, fucking Batman Returns. Yeah,
1: I'm not really quite sure about that. It's a
0: massive Victorian building, and the bar is backlit and all this shit. I was like, who the fuck is paying for this? I had, like, a sabaro, and we were happy about it. I don't know. This it. is, like, 1998.
1: College was still pretty affordable, I think. It was only half a kidney to get in.
0: <laughs> so we meet the cast. And who do we meet?
1: Oh, we meet, uh, oh my gosh, we have, um, what's his face? Jared Leto's up in there.
0: That's right, Jared Leto, who shows up, and he's got like-
1: The most beautiful blue eyes you've ever seen in your whole entire life, and the whole movie is distracting to you because all you stare at is his eyes.
0: Yeah, I was going to say more, he's like Peter Parker if he had emo rapist vibes. Like if he was like an evil Peter Parker in (laughs) Spider-Man 3, and he only listened to like Filter and Coal Chamber.
1: No, he looks more like a Goo Goo Dolls type of guy.
0: He actually kind of looks like the type of guy who would listen to uh, acclaimed band 30 Seconds to Mars. Whoa. Did, did you always feel like that band was like that name for that band was created by committee, right?
1: I just like never understood it. I remember when they came out, I was still working on Hot Topic and I wasn't a manager yet. So I was like 18, 19. And I remember that band came out and I was like, who the fuck listens to this? Well, I'm pretty- But then I got swindled and then I was like, oh, wait, this band sucks.
0: They, they do. They suck. But I think when they came out, they literally had like a mission statement. So, you know, Leto got together with a bunch of like producers and stuff and they legitimately. Oh, yeah. You know, everything was just crafted. But um, he doesn't
1: know how to read. <laughs>
2: Poor Jordan Catalano.
0: So, we meet Jared Leetbro. Yep. We meet. Redhead. Right Michael, Michael Rosenbaum.
2: Oh,
1: that's his name?
0: Yep, everybody knows him from Smallville, but I know him from the underwatched guys posing a sorority girls oh, film, the, um, Sorority Boys. Yes,
1: my brother loves that movie.
0: Fucking classic. Um, we meet Rebecca Gayhart and she's got only eyes for Jared Lido.
1: Well, they're both beautiful blue-eyed people that just get together and she should never marry Brad Pitt and be on a boat. So fucking killer. The so Harpoona. Harpoona Go fucking
0: Harpoona. Uh and then finally we meet Alicia Witt. What happened to her? What was she in?
1: Nothing. I was try. I meant to look her up and I was like, oh, Alicia Witt, she was in, is she also a Smallville person?
0: No, I think you're thinking of Allison Mack. Well, she's in the sex cult. The yeah. sex cult, yeah. But sex cult leader. Hashtag girl boss.
1: Mm, independent woman. That's right. Making waves, ladies.
0: That's correct. Uh, they're talking about the Pendleton University massacre, and they're doing it all yip-yapping, and they got all their they're spicy remarks, their fast talk. Well, I guess this is
1: their scream that when they're all sitting around eating lunch and scream and they're like doing their fast-talking and we really are like, oh, this is what teenagers uh, sound like. This is how like. kids talk. And it's like, I don't know, I'm in my 30s and my friends still don't talk that way. No, so. you stutter
0: and then you shit your pants and then you're sad and you have to wipe your poo-poo pants with your Slipknot t-shirt.
2: Yeah, that's exactly my life.
0: So, the Pendleton U- Slaughter. It's 25 years since it happened. And Michael Rosenbaum is celebrating this murder spree. Yes. With a bash at his frat, Omega Sigma Phi. Woo. And they're talking about how, like, there was a cover up for the slaughter because, you know, we don't want to cover up any sort of football players raping and killing.
1: But murder.
0: That's a different thing. Especially if it wasn't a football player.
1: Well, if they're not in football, then what's the point?
0: And then uh, Leto actually shows up midway through the conversation and talks about how, like, he should have gotten the student Pulitzer from the school what? lunch E. coli thing.
1: Is there even a thing as like, a student Pulitzer? It not a Pulitzer something you get, like, after years in journalism? Or, like, Watergate stuff?
0: Yeah, well, you know, Jared Leto's, like, showing up at the Daily Bugle and fucking... J. Jonah Jameson is like, damn it, Leto, you're always talking about how the distance that you are in time from Mars, and you're never talking about E. coli in the lunchroom. Mm. So, Rebecca Gayhart, she just transferred. Ooh. I'm raising <gasps> my eyebrow. You guys can't see it. And also, I'm pantsless. I'm just Donald Ducking it. my scrotum's just hanging out.
1: Her floor is very sweaty.
0: Yeah. So, her and Wit, they go to the building, where the the s- they go to Stanley Hall, Hall the titular yeah. Stanley Hall.
1: You know Stanley Hall.
0: Yes. Great president. Uh, amazing director. They go there, and then they do the Bloody Mary bit.
1: Yeah, I don't understand this part, because Bloody Mary to me was always, you stood in front of a mirror. I think the first time I heard about it was in, like, third grade?
0: So them yelling at, a, like, a, a hole in a door? Yeah. I gotta tell you, I spoiler alert, I really love this movie. But being forced to dissect this film, man, there's a
1: lot that doesn't make sense about this movie. Ooh, We'd Hachi have to pay attention.
0: machi, it's bad. In any case, they need a mirror to do the Bloody Mary thing. And I remember as a kid hearing the Bloody Mary story, and I lost my shit. I thought it was scary as fuck.
1: Well, a lady was gonna come out and attack you, and it could happen anywhere. I used to have like girls in our school elementary where they would like turn off the lights and do it because you could actually control the light switches back then. It's very scary times.
0: They're hearing uh, spooky dooky echoes. Yeah. And they don't know where they're coming from. Where are they coming from, bro? They're coming from that rebscallion, Damon Brooks. Oh, I hear you calling me Damon, and you're telling me that you kicked my dog in an Indian accent. It's highly inappropriate, but I can't suppress my chuckles. Well,
1: he is the biggest prankster on
0: campus. He is the biggest prankster, and he has his stupid straw hair... It looks so bad. He knows how to throw his voice like he does like a Cirque du Soleil special. Sure,
1: okay. Joshua Jackson with blonde hair. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. Uh, So that's it. He just shows up to scare them to establish that he's like a little twixta. Alicia Witt leaves, and she goes to her castle-like dormitory.
1: Oh my god, these dorms are insane. mm -hmm,
0: Where the janitor, that I like to call... Emeciatado Argento. Ah,
1: get nice, it? nice. Do you get it? Yes. Uh,
0: the, or the Argento in the striped pajamas <laughs> that work. Uh, and she goes to her dorm, which is, again, fucking gigantic. I cannot express this enough.
1: It's so big. And I'm just like, I've been in a couple of different dorm rooms and like Ivy League schools all the way down to like, you know, lower colleges. Uh, the dorms are never this big. This is, this is so
0: ridiculous. Well, we get to meet a roommate. And who's a roommate?
1: Uh, a beautiful goth, Danielle
0: Harris. Hachi machi. She's gorgeous in this. She's fucking gorgeous. And she's also constantly getting plowed. And instead of, like, the normal thing where you would, you know, hang a hat, or probably in her case, like, a choker.
1: Yeah, I think it would be a a cat butt plug.
0: Or the the fucking dick knife from Seven gets hung on the door. Hey, I told you the dick knife's up there. Don't come in. Uh, she has to sleep while Daniel Harris is getting plowed, and she's listening to, like, Sixpence None the Richer. I
1: (sighs) Uh, sad as fuck music. And then
0: she has, like, her half of the fucking, uh, like, bedroom is, like, all black craft cult.
1: Which I I don't understand. Like, she paints half her room black, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? They would kick you out of school for that. Like, I'm pretty sure they get mad when you have tape on the walls.
0: Well, now she's, like got Lydia Dietz in Beetlejuice the cartoon room.
1: Beetlejuice.
0: I know, like, the janitor probably walked in there one day and was like, oh, fuck.
1: Because he's going to have to cover that. you know, know how many paint coats it's going to be?
0: Oh, mama mia. This is going to drive me to run a straight razor against my thigh. Nice. And I hope it doesn't make my pee-pee turgid. So, next day, lecture time with... Professor Freddy Coons. Oh, it's
2: Bob
1: England, darling. Uh,
0: Bob England? Yes, I know Bob England. We're going out to play squash tomorrow morning. Uh, and he is teaching a whole class on Urban Legends in a classroom that's about the size of the one in Dario Argento's Inferno. Remember the beginning where they're all Oh, listening? yeah, where they're
1: listening to their tapes. The
0: composition. It's very similar. Now... Originally, the thing that I've joked about constantly is the fact that this is a massive lecture hall and it can't fit that many people. And in fairness, the place isn't packed. No. But it's also morning lectures, so a lot of people are probably hungover. Yes. And with that in mind, it still boggles the mind that he would get the assignment at that lecture hall. Right. It's like a 2,000-person lecture hall. And they're there so that he can show them... Illustrations that look like they belong in like a 90s true crime no, program. they're
1: great. I love it. Don't you remember being younger and like wishing you could just find books like that? It's like, oh, look at this old book with all these cool ass drawings and It's like, no. It those looks books like aren't it's that like cool.
0: drawings that would they're be.
1: They're mostly Lovecraft books and they're just like very difficult to read. Oh,
0: yeah. But it, it looks like it's like Dateline stuff. Oh, It'd yeah. would be like, he crept into her home when she least expected it. Sure, he was on the crew team, but he also had a lust.
1: For, for blood, blood.
0: <gasps> Jinx, you owe me a wild cherry Pepsi.
2: All right, deal.
0: And uh, we find out that like Rebecca Gayhart thinks being killed by a murderer is funny because she's like yucking she's it like, up. Yeah,
2: ha, ha, hmm. Spoiler
0: alert: maybe she's a murderer. But Robert England, Bob England, he calls Bob. her bluff. He's like, young lady, you think it's funny to get murdered? Now you have to drink. A Pepsi. But also,
1: eat some Pop Rocks.
0: I know, and will she explode?
1: Yeah, Yeah, she's going to fucking die, my guy.
0: Well, she gets so scared, so she's not afraid of being murdered by a man who's calling from inside the house, but she is afraid of drinking soda and a candy that have been available for, at that point, what, like over 40 years? Over
1: 40 years, yeah.
0: More importantly... I went to a Pepsi university. We did not have Coca-Cola products.
1: Oh, yeah. Now, there's like some strict contracts against that.
0: And Rutgers University loves their Pepsi. And all the vending machines, all they had was Pepsi. And I love Wild Cherry Pepsi, but nobody is having rum and Pepsi. No. Vodka and Pepsi. No. Bourbon and Pepsi. No. Oh. Um... And the other thing to keep in mind is there is, this is a Pepsi school. There's a scene later on where they're in the newspaper building and Jared Leto's walking Alicia Witt through, and they got a fucking six pack of Pepsi there.
1: They just love Pepsi, dude.
0: All they wanted was a Pepsi.
1: And they wouldn't give him one.
0: So we find out about how Mikey from the Mikey likes it.
1: Mikey likes it, bro.
0: Might be murdered by Pop Rocks and Pepsi. He probably would have had a Coke, right?
1: yeah like pepsi wasn't a thing back then was it like when mikey was a thing i feel like it was just strictly coca-cola
0: right into us if you know about the origins of pepsi yeah tell me all about
1: pepsi cola the
0: rivalry between pepsi and coke the best part is that robert england gets so mad because michael rosenbaum's like mikey he likes it what the fuck did you think you brought up mikey from the commercial with the cereal did you think that in 1996, there's not going to be some ribald asshole making that fucking joke? Especially Michael Rosenbaum, who yeah. dresses like if Blink-182, like, disco fashion. <laughs> Do you remember this shit? When dudes would wear, like, disco yes.
1: collars? Well, that's the thing. It's uh, that 90s does 70s look. Which, the- so it's all, like, dagger collars, but they're in pleather instead of polyester, so...
0: These dudes all look like they're, like, PlayStation 1 samurai characters. <gasps>
1: yes.
0: Anyway... That, that, that hilarious, hilarious jokester Damon Brooks fakes dying.
1: Oh my god, that looks so
0: gross. This is another thing that happens a lot in these movies. It's in these like slashers that come after Scream. They don't have real scares. No. Things happen, and then... The music th- just shoots up. Yeah, the music shoots up, and we're supposed to be scared. No. From like random stuff, very often, and this is going to become a trend, there are scenes where, like, it's somebody walking in broad daylight and their friend puts their hand on their shoulder and we get, like, an audio stinger. Oh,
1: my God. My, like, ears just, like, are ringing from that shit.
0: And you're like, okay, but we know it's not the killer. So Jared Leto's there and mm-hmm. I think he's yelling about, like, freedom of the press or something like that because he wrote a story about fake Shannon Sossum and dying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dean Adams shows up. Oh, man. A.K.A. Dean, we couldn't get Christopher Plummer.
1: Well, He's doing busy stuff.
0: Richard's scary stuff.
1: Busy world of Richard scary. That's
0: right. He shows up and he puts the kibosh on Leto's freedom of press. And Leto's like,
2: I'm going to get this story, mister.
0: But he doesn't in this case. And he's real peeved about it. Because Dean Adams has a hired gun. And it's Officer Reese.
1: Woo, Reese.
0: She fucking rules. She's she, the
1: best part of this whole movie. She
0: watches coffee. Yeah, she does. Spoiler alert, she lives through the movie, and I think she's kindred spirits, aka they definitely ripped her off for LL Cool J in H20. Oh,
1: in H20. Oh, for sure. Same that's thing. like the same character.
0: She's watching coffee and interacting. LL Cool J is reading erotic stories to his girlfriend, right?
1: Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Where he wrote erotic stories that he would read to her. I'm pretty sure that that might be it.
0: The other thing that happens in this scene is you get those two girls, and they're like, oh, she's fucking dead. Ha 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 Which is something that you, you younger folks need to understand. If you are in the millennial age range, mm. you were considered a piece of shit yeah. when you were younger. This movie has like, a lot of scenes where people are like, that person died? LOL.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, everybody's very conscious these days but like literally movies uh, back in the 90s were like oh some girl like committed suicide like that's what they framed danielle harris
0: yeah we- we'll get to it but first we we find out that uh fake shannon sauceman gives great head uh, slide whistle slide whistle uh, we cut to danielle harris and she's on goth for goth for the goth first for time and we do need to talk about Vampire Freaks now.
1: Oh, man. I love Vampire Freaks. Now tell me
0: about Vampire Freaks.
1: It was uh, pre-Facebook, pre-MySpace even, I think, and it was message boards that you could go on, but there was also a profile aspect to it, if I remember, but then there's also a whole online shop where you could buy, like, fuzzy combat boots or like, eight inches, like, tall. As it was, was the fashion cool. at the time. Very cool. They still exist, but now they're just on Instagram, so...
0: Well, That's Daniela funny. Harris is there. She's talking. She's trying to get some fucking strange, bro, because she's one of the beautiful people. Woo! More importantly is the fact that she's on lithium, and since she's, like, a goth person, she constantly looks either close to peers or to school shooting.
1: Uh, a little of both.
0: A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Alicia Witt, meanwhile, goes into her closet and digs up Her yearbook? or Why would you bring
1: your yearbook to college? It's like a photo
0: book that she has? No, I think it was her yearbook.
1: And it's like, oh, I went to college and I brought my high school
0: yearbook. Well, we find out that fake Shannon Sossaman and her were BFFs. Oh, my
1: God. But she lied and said she didn't know her.
0: Oh, my God. That's fucking crazy. And we find out that they were cheerleaders together because we have audio overlaid over her looking at the pictures because you need to have the audio. Otherwise, you wouldn't understand what cheerleading is and why her heart is breaking because she loved cheer so much. Right?
2: Oh, yeah. She loved cheer. She was just cheering all day.
0: Thank you. Joshua Jackson picks up Alicia Witt because he's very... Se- that Damon Brooks, he contacted me and he was wearing one of those wretched ghost face masks and do you know what he said to me? No. What's up? And then, when I said, yes, what, what is indeed happening? Do you know what he said to me? What did he say? What's up? <sighs> And then, I don't know it for sure, but I am fairly certain that he was wearing a variation on the mask where the tongue was sticking out, and then a bong rip, the smoke came out of the holes in the mask.
2: Yeah, I've seen the Stab movies. I know what's happening here. Yeah. Well,
0: rest assured, uh, those sequels are going to happen at one point.
2: Oh,
1: my God. How has nobody actually made a stab movie within the Scream universe? Is that what they're going to expand out to, I feel like?
0: Well, the next one's supposed to be in New York.
1: New York City.
0: New York City. City. Joshua Jackson picks up Alicia Witt, and he's like, no, baby, baby. I'm going to take you. I'm going to treat you so good. Let's talk. I'm a human being. But he's not a human being. Mm-mm. Because not only is he being a piece of shit, trying to be a frat rapist, but he also turns on his car and we get a fucking Dawson's Creek audio sting.
1: Because uh, they don't want to wait. That was a cheap shot, man. I don't even know why they put that in there.
0: Sadly, future GOP congressman Damon Brooks... Oh, no. ...ends his career hilariously by Alicia Witt hanging him.
1: Yeah, which I don't understand. How did what's-her-face, Rebecca Gayhard, who weighs like 10 pounds, lift up Joshua Jackson, who was like, easily a buck 80. All
0: right, do you remember those Campbell's soup commercials with the football players and they were always drinking, like, drinking, they were, yeah, they were like ch- chugging. Chugging, uh, like New England Chunky lamb. Campbell's tomato, uh, yes. Campbell's, and it was always like, Campbell's, corn chowder with extra beef butts. Yeah, leaf beef butts. All the commercials had like the football players' mothers, and they were like, he needs it because he's so strong. So, my theory is Rebecca Gayhart is kind of like turns into Rob Gronkowski, but she needs like a can of Campbell's. I mean, this is
1: New England. That could be a young Robert Gronkowski. Yeah,
0: it's like an extremely dense. He would
1: have been like not born at that point, but you know, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like
0: a Dr. Jekyll Sister Hyde scenario where Rebecca Gayhart crunches, because you know how Popeye, he would just crunch the can, and it would fly out mm. in one just hunk Gucci, of uh, spinach, just like one cream pie, and he would catch it in his mouth, and then she turns into Rob Gronkowski. And then Shelly
1: Duvall shows up, and then the guy Whoa, from Popeye. from Pieces shows up as Pluto.
0: Uh, oh man, best Pluto.
1: Man, urban Legends great.
0: What really happens is that Rebecca Gayhart becomes Rob Gronkowski, so she can use the strength of, like, a 250-pound muscle man to lift... Joshua
1: uh, Jackson.
0: Yes, that rival Damon Brooks. Lift him, tie him to a car, and then force Alicia Witt to kill him. Yeah, well, would you be like that. I don't remember this as a urban legend. Yeah. This was never a thing.
1: No, I had never heard of it. I I'd still, like, even now, I, I don't see it, like, repeated in any other, like, fashion. You know what I mean? Like, the Bloody Mary thing you always see, there's Candyman, obviously, but I've never heard, like, you get hung over a tree. Like, I don't know.
0: The other thing that um we encounter here is that we kind of get our first real, air quotes, good look at the killer, mm. and they wear a big parka. A huge parka. And you can't see their face. Nope. And we need to bring up the fact that there are not a lot of good masks in the post scream.
1: Yeah. Nobody does a mask anymore. It's more of like a a costume. So like and I know what you did last summer, it's the slicker. And then That's the
0: problem, dude. That's another thing where it's just like, Oh, it's just covering his face. It's that whole thing that happens where when we transition from the eighties, they're like, Oh, you can't be outlandish anymore. There's no
1: outlandish stuff.
0: There's a lot of really stupid shit. But you can tell that it's like an executive being like, well, that makes sense to me. Yeah, You know, like you can't have, you don't get crazy, crazy shit. You're not going to have like a hack-a-lantern scenario.
1: Oh, hell yeah.
0: I know. Well, uh, Damon dies and then- What? It, he dies? He dies. Wow. I went to Damon Brooks' funeral and I opened up the coffin because it was a closed funeral oh, because man. of the, the, the ligature severity? marks around mm-hmm. his, his neck. And when I opened them up, he was wearing those glasses with the eyeballs that pop out and they popped out at me! Anyways. <sighs> I come to terms with it. I wanted to fuck
2: Damon Brooks. I mean, we all did.
0: R.I.P. King. Well, they make a joke about how he's hung. Because that's funny.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. Alicia Weird starts putting together the pattern that these are all urban legends. Whoa, bro. To which, uh... I believe Michael Rosenbaum is like, yeah, like spider eggs and bubble gum.
1: I've never heard of
0: that. The fuck are you talking about, Michael Rosenbaum? You put on a wig and entertain me because otherwise, I don't care. I don't care if you're Lex Luthor.
1: Lex Luthor?
0: Lex Luter. Lex Luger. Hmm, Lugies. Well, we also get a mention of Richard Gere shoving the gerbil up his butt.
1: Oh, yeah, which I don't even know if that's an urban legend. That just seems like a nasty
0: rumor. And yet- and yet we got a Marilyn Manson poster but no mention of ribs being removed.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. A Which that failure. actually feels more like an urban legend as opposed to the Richard Gere.
0: Thing. That got brought up all the time. You want to hear the most disgusting urban legend that passed around my school? No. Well, you're going to hear it anyways. Ugh. So, it was that this dude went down on his girlfriend. let mm-hmm. Let's backtrack for a minute. Someone tells me this story and I'm completely okay with all the turn of events. This guy wants to go down on his girlfriend. And she likes putting food in her vagina. So she puts tuna fish in her vagina. That's disgusting. And he eats it out.
1: That's a No, that does not And happen. then
0: there's maggots later on in her vagina.
1: It's just rice, Michael. <laughs> They're just noodles, Michael.
0: Yeah, get down on my fucking cooter. They're just rice.
1: I don't even know how you'd get the tuna fish in there. Are you doing like a funnel situation? Be one if of this us. Is eat a, my
0: monster pussy.
1: If this is shredded tuna, I'm not really seeing how this is working.
0: We cut back to Alicia Witt. She goes to the fucking, like, Metropolitan Library, mm. where she starts doing research on urban legends.
1: You know, the urban legends department.
0: Via the urban legends encyclopedia. They're so with the
1: lesbian dancers.
0: That's correct. <laughs> Here's the problem. What is she not doing in this scene, Sarah?
1: Using microfiche. That's right. It's the only acceptable reason to, like, ever go to a library. You guys
0: are going to hold us to it. Every time in one of these movies somebody uses a microfiche, we will take a shot.
1: Oh, yes. Because microfiche is the only thing that matters to me. Do you know how exciting my life would be if I could solve a crime via microfiche? I know. That's all I want in my life. Nothing else. No hopes, no dreams. Just microfiche.
0: Well, while uh, she's doing research, and by the way, no one is studying in this school. No. No one is actually doing coursework What ever. time of
1: year is this supposed to be, even? Because they're supposed to be in New England, and everybody's wearing parkas, but there's no snow. But then the one kid's like, I'm on a skiing trip, but nobody's studying for a final.
2: None of it makes sense. Ah,
0: uh, well, you know, it's actually September.
2: It's what? What is it? September. Sure oh. October.
0: That's That's the month.
1: And also, like, what grade are they supposed to be in? Like, I understand they're in college, but are they, like,
0: sophomores, juniors, seniors? Shut up, woman.
1: None of this makes sense. Like because the timeline, seems important a little... things are
0: happening. Like, Tara Reid took out the Kama Sutra because she's the horny one. Oh, my God. One. Do you remember when people
1: would talk about the Kama Sutra as if it was, like, scandalous? And it's like, oh, you open it. And you're like, oh, it's just, it's just a bunch of drawings. All right.
0: No, she's horny. She's horny for fuck.
1: I'm pretty sure at that time, Rotten.com existed, and you were seeing people being decapitated, so this feels like nothing.
0: Well, definitely Newgrounds.com existed. Oh, yeah. Because if you wanted to see Android 18 from Dragon Ball Z getting naked, I guess that's what you did. Well, what happens after that is that they both open their encyclopedias. Well, no. Tara Reid is showing her sexy pictures. Sexy pictures. But more importantly... They start looking in the encyclopedia of urban legends and they find out about the gang initiation what? urban legend. That's right.
1: Actually, this is one I've actually heard of. So, what happens? But, in the set? uh, so in that one is somebody's driving on like a highway or just like a road and it's late at night, so you're supposed to have your headlights on and they don't have their headlights on. So, you flash your headlights to be like, Yo, my guy. You need to put your lights on, but secretly, they're all gang members, because you know how gang members just do this stuff, and then they will turn around and chase you and drive you off the side of the road and kill you. I knew a guy that happened to another guy that, like, totally
0: knew that it happened. Do you remember the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids TV show? Yes. In my brain, for whatever reason, I don't remember any episode of the show except for the Halloween episode, where they meet this kid, and there's all these kind of urban legend things happening, and the family's name is Fof, and we find out at the end that it stands for friend of a friend.
1: Whoa. Oh
0: my god. I don't
1: remember any of this. You could be lying to me. I
0: would never 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 lie to you, Baby Cakes.
2: Sure. Send help.
0: No one will believe you. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Danielle Harris is on Goth for Goth. She's looking for her god of fuck she's listening to monster
1: talk about this like chat room she's in she's just like anybody here to fuck and as much as uh, online sex was like a thing at that time nobody really met up with one another that's like a very new thing you wouldn't have done that at that time like you would have just like talked for like years and been like oh this is a sexy photo of her boob uh, you know like she's, she's like on pre-tinder tinder
0: well, she's talking to some guy who like, probably would have a, a, a screen name that would be like Black X on X Black.
1: Oh my gosh, I had so many screen names. But big like,
0: X's XX. on either side.
1: <gasps> that's what I did. You yeah. do like a big X, a little X, big X, a little
2: X.
0: It's porno. It stands for pornography. Are you doing pornographies?
1: Yeah, that's... I was 13 and had braces. That's exactly what I was
0: doing. Well, she invites this goth stud over, but first she goes to their communal bathroom because even though they have an apartment that would like destitute you if you were in California or New York, they don't have a bathroom. No, no. She goes to the bathroom, but she leaves the door open. (gasps) Bro. And when she comes back in, she's like, oh, where are you? And he's like, I'm in your fucking room. And he murder dirters her on her like, leather heinously sheets? inappropriate cover sheets. Where does sheets. one even
1: find sheets like that? I mean, it is hard to, like, even find nice sheets today. Imagine
0: putting your head on leather and sleeping on leather.
1: Ugh. Like,
0: I remember putting my leather jacket no, on and passing out hungover.
1: It's pleather or just, like, plastic. Like, plastic sheets. Like, it's just disgusting.
0: Well, anyway, Alicia what comes back from her research on urban legends she, of course, knows now that she needs to put on her headphones and ignore all the screaming and moaning, but what's really happening?
1: Oh my god, she's being fucking murdered, bro. Bro,
0: she's being fucking murdered! You
1: know how easy it is to mistake sex for being fucking strangled to death?
0: I mean, sometimes.
2: Sometimes. Sometimes.
0: Well, she wakes up the next morning, <gasps> and written in blah, Ble- under what, is-, is, Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light?
2: That,
1: I feel like, is an urban legend that they made up. Is it a real one?
0: I don't know. Tell us if if this exists. I
1: feel like I never heard it till now. Like, like I said, some of these I had heard of, but this is also another one that I was like, I had never heard this.
0: But also, fucking cranking that slot machine, all cherries. She gets that full dorm now, mm-hmm.
1: dude. I'm pretty sure they get to pass you in all your classes if your roommate dies. Now
0: that's an urban legend.
1: No, it's a movie called... Uh, my dead roommate? Oh my gosh, what is it? Drop dead Fred. semester? No. Dead man on campus. Red dead revolver. That's what it is. Dead man on campus. And I read beach volleyball from the Suncoast video in Princeton that's now our 7-Eleven.
0: Well, this is probably the worst like excuse for her death because the dean's like, well, she was a manic depressive. Oh, I'm just grieving over Damon so hard right now.
1: Also, they're conducting this interview so Rebecca Gayhart and Jared Leto can see. And I'm just like, so nobody has a door or like a room that has some privacy that you'd be conducting like a death interview, and they basically blame Danielle Harris for her own murder because uh, spoilers to Killer made it look like she slit her own wrists.
0: Yeah. So even though she was angry and getting good dick all the time, also suddenly she how suicidal. do you
1: hide the bruising on the neck from being strangled?
0: Well,
2: I
1: no, mean, if all I right.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Anyways,
0: Jared Leto and Alicia Witt. Go to the student newspaper building, which is well-stocked with Pepsi products. We love the Pepsi. Where they start hashing out the motive again.
1: Oh, we gotta explain it again.
2: Because
0: that night, even though it was like the day before that they were talking about the party. Yes. But it's been a day. It's been a day. Tonight is the Stanley Hall massacre <gasps> anniversary and the party at the frat house.
1: The big party at the frat house.
0: While they're discussing it, there's also... Uh, hash out of, of what's going on, and they go to find the year that the Stanley Hall Massacre happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, no, the logs are missing.
1: Bro, the logs are missing. Also,
0: oh, no, there's another L7
1: poster. Yeah, there was a lot of L7 posters.
0: Well, Janitor Argento is there.
1: Man, I feel bad for that janitor. He's just got a funny nose.
0: He's fucking ugly, bro.
1: They are so mean to this janitor. And that's another thing people need to like remember in the 90s, especially in the early 2000s. If you were weird looking, you were either a monster or just like a ghoul that needed to be shot in the head.
0: Oh, I'm that ghoul. Aww. But you ain't ever t- taking me down, dog. You ain't ever- You're never going to distract me and tell me to look at the rabbits and then blow look my fucking brain. Look at the rabbits, brain. Ben. That's Ooh. why we
1: take walks at night. I'm Bunnies. like, look at the buns.
0: Well, yeah, Janitor Argento implicates Professor Croomy. They go to his office, which is, again, fucking gigantic.
1: What is this office? There's, like, doors within doors and that make no sense. And, like, we live by Princeton University. I've seen those, like, offices. They don't look like this. This is insane.
0: This is an office that would be... This is like a university that should be in Gotham City. Mm Mm-hmm. It would be, like, darker, and they'd be playing a lot more Nirvana, but you get the idea. Well, they find the parka and the axe.
1: Because apparently everyone just owns a parka in this fucking movie. That same
0: parka. Well, Dean, not Christopher Plummer, catches them in the act of hanging out. Well, actually, no. uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Professor Krumy. is there and he's like, What are you doing in my office? We were having a wake for Damon Brooks and we were drinking Zemas. Who oh.
1: was Zima? I imagine Zemas are like Mike's hard lemonade.
0: They are. They're like Sprite.
1: That's what I figured. And a Sprite shittier. is disgusting. Ugh. Well. Yet again a Pepsi product. Wait. No, Sprite is Coca-Cola. Yeah.
0: Sierra, Sierra mist.
1: mist is Pepsi. Okay.
0: Don't ever speak ill of the mist.
1: When I worked at a Benigan's, we used to have a guy that came in, and we called him Sprite Guy because all you'd get is uh sprites. I'm pretty sure he was foreign. Uh, and then we switched to Sierra Mist, and he got very sad. Oh, yeah.
0: Took he went home that night, and then he was strangled to death. His roommate woke up.
1: I, I think he might have just been like a a door to door salesman kind of guy. Let he me have this. traveled.
0: In any case. What I'm saying
1: is he probably was the one killing people.
0: The Dean. The Dean reveals that Alicia Witt was on probation for reckless endangerment. Oh my god. This
1: is yet again another point I have with this timeline. So did she kill somebody while she was at college or going I think to it was college?
0: Between high school and college.
1: Okay, but that has nothing to do with college, so whatever. Fine.
0: Well, Leto's off the paper too.
1: Oh so yeah, he, Lito got kicked off the paper.
0: He's never going to be able to get those pictures of Spider-Man. Then, we find out over the radio, Oh no, it's on TV that they're talking about, like, there's going to be a big storm the night of the party. And then we have, like, a scene in the film which needed to be completely ejected from it, where Alicia Witt sees Rebecca Gayhart swimming. Oh
2: yeah, this scene, a guy in oh a parka.
0: my gosh. This was really jarring to me watching it this time. I was like, what is this doing here? This isn't this didn't get edited this out? This
1: scene it felt very tacked in. Like, they had shot it for extra footage, and then they just, like, forgot about
0: it? Or Rebecca Gayhart is swimming, and she's so entranced in her Whoa, swimming. Oh, she's such a tough and swimmer. She's got a fucking 10 out of 10 body, bro. Maxim Magazine. Yo, I'm fucking going to Ibiza with Damon Brooks. Well, in any case, yeah, she's swimming around guy in a parka shows up, but it's not a guy in a parka, it's a fucking babe. Yeah, it ends
1: up being like the smallest babe ever, and I was like, so does every woman in like New England just buy a jacket that's like 23 sizes too big for them?
0: And Alicia Witt that it is the killer, so she smashes a window.
1: Okay, that's also a lot of property damage right there. Do you know have much glass cost?
0: All the women are very strong. They're strong women.
1: They're very strong. This movie this
0: passes world. the Bechtel test because they talk about urban Actually, legends. Actually,
1: that's that's true. This is maybe feminist movie Urban Legend question mark.
0: Alicia Witt feels bad that she showed off her Hulk strength and she reveals to Rebecca Gayhart what really happened.
1: Whoa. That
0: she was on probation for which is she did the headlights game thing
1: and uh-huh. killed a man. Oh my God. Who's the man?
0: Well, we're going to find out. I don't uh, want to, I don't wanna Are them. we? Ooh. But more importantly, uh, she got out of it. The cops basically like slapped her on the wrists and were like, you killed a man.
1: She literally killed a man in a prank by being reckless in a car. And they were like, just don't do it again. The, uh, the
0: exact line is, the courts were lenient on us. This isn't even a Freddy Krueger scenario where it was like, oh, there were some sort of issues with how like the papers were signed. No, literally the courts were like,
2: uh,
1: eh, you know, women be killing.
0: The dean is meanwhile leaving because it's the weekend. The
1: weekend and I'm the dean. And apparently the only things in this town is a gas station and my school, so who knows where I'm going.
0: Right, and he gets into his, he's about to get into his car. But then in probably the best kill of the I'd whole say, movie I yeah
1: that's a I wrote a little note that I was like Dean has best kill question mark
0: they slash his Achilles tendon oof when he falls over oof. and he does the try to crawl away thing then the killer i think puts the car into neutral yeah and the car cruises over his body impaling him on a spike trap and crushing him mhm fucking fantastic we get a little sign that says danger Tire damage.
1: (laughs) I was always scared of those as a kid. I was like, oh, no. I don't think they really exist much anymore today, but, like, the spike rail, so you couldn't just, like, illegally park in a parking lot, I guess, was the point. I don't know.
0: The good news is now he gets to go to heaven and be with his true love, Damon Brooks.
2: (gasps) Aw.
0: Aw. Everybody loves to see a success story. We cut to the party that's happening at the fucking Halloween 5 frat house. Yeah, what
1: is this going on? Because... Are they dressed up? I'm not re- like we'll I get can't to tell. it. But let's talk about the fucking size of this house. Oh yeah. Oh, well, I my mean, we God. went to rockers parties. Those those frat houses can get pretty like crazy. Yeah, but
0: not that big. Jesus. It's also in pretty good condition. It's like four Bates Motels rolled into one. Tara Reid is dressed like Black Canary. That's right, you fucking nerds. I know about comic. Oh, books. I thought she
1: was dressed as the bride as Chucky.
0: Fuck you. <laughs>
1: is she not the bride of Chucky? That I- it was came the- out late after. Oh, I always thought she was dressed like the bride of Chucky. I
0: actually think she looks super hot in this outfit. No,
1: she looks very good. That's why I thought she was... Oh, well,
0: well, she gets accosted by a guy her. who would listen to, like, Burzum all the time, and he brags about mixing 911 oh, calls. looks
1: like a, a Weezer fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, which is worse? Let us know. That's definitely Burzum.
1: It's probably the Weezer.
0: Well, he yeah, he shows up and he's like, "Uh, why true crime now?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mix this 911 call into this song. <laughs> now you're totally going to blow me, right? But she doesn't. And then yeah, is, is it a costume party? Some people are in well, costumes. That's the thing is, is it Halloween?
1: A, she's in a costume. And isn't somebody dressed like a pirate? I really could just be conflating a lot of movies. No, a lot of of people
0: are wearing, Rebecca Gailhardt has like a little masquerade mask on.
1: Oh, that's right. But the redhead doesn't have anything on. No,
0: there's one girl who's like Neither does Jared Leto,
1: but he can't read, so, you know, he He might He can't read,
0: and he's dressed like Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia this whole movie.
1: His haircut is odd in this movie. I mean. It's like too short on top and too long on the sides.
0: As was the flavor of the time.
1: I don't know. I'd, I'd go for some Josh Hartnett weird bang hair.
0: Jesus fucking Josh Hartnett looks like he's like a Vulcan. I like it. Uh, yeah. So Lido shows up and he suspects that Professor Fredo
1: mm-hmm. Nightmare,
0: Nightmare Fetti is the killer.
1: He's like brawl.
0: That it was. He was the only survivor of the All massacre. Right,
1: that's the tie-in. Is that's that's the, the bit. The massacre at. Stanley Hall, which is what they're celebrating, not Halloween for no. some reason, and Bobbert England was the only living survivor, and then he got a teaching job because he kept their secret?
0: This makes no sense.
1: I was, uh, yeah, like, ca- I, that's not how teaching works.
0: Again, this is a movie I love, and at the end of this, I'm going to say that I love it, but if you listen to anything, instead of letting it wash over you like a delicious Pepsi...
1: Yeah, that's why I'm confused because I've seen this movie no less than ten times and I didn't remember any of the like actual plot of it and I was like, none of these things make sense. Like, why would you give supposed like survivor Bob England, who's like twenty two at the time, a teaching job? Why would he stay at the school? Why wouldn't you use it as like leverage and be like at least vice president?
0: Well, honey, turns out none of this matters. <laughs> it literally doesn't matter. Yeah, so the crafty dean apparently told all the police that uh, you shouldn't answer any phone calls from the university, which is not how that works. That's
1: not how policing works, but all right. So
0: tonight there will be record date rapes. A lot of GOP Well, senators. they were never going to
1: believe those anyways.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Gayheart walks in, though, because Alicia Witt's super sad that her life is falling apart yeah
1: i think she's sad because she thinks that everybody's being murdered and that's the thing is nobody believes her they're like oh damon brooks went skiing for a friend's bachelor party because we're 21 let's talk about that
0: dropped thread where she calls and they're like well someone kind of looking like he's the real slim shady showed up and he was talking about somebody kicking his dog but we don't know that it was damon brooks
1: yeah, it's all very, like, loosely in there. It, it doesn't really matter. Because we, as an audience, already know that they're all dead. We saw right. them all get murdered. So, like, the subplot of, like, oh, is this really what's happening? It, it, it doesn't matter. But I guess, like, we're supposed to believe that Alicia Witt's going to go bananas.
0: Gayheart, though, sees <gasps> them make kisses. Making out, yeah. 30 seconds to Mars. And the witness, that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to call her from now on. When we meet. When we have a working relationship with Alicia nice. Witt. Maybe she
2: kisses me. Well, you enjoy that. Thank you.
0: Meanwhile, Reese finds a pool of blood in Robert England's office, but <gasps> no Bobbert England. No
1: Bob England.
0: No, none of it.
1: Yo, can we talk about, like, I, we've talked about this, but Reese is literally the best character. She's the only person in this movie who's, like, actually doing stuff. Like, at first, she's a little slow to start, but then, like, as soon as shit happens, she's like, oh.
0: I mean, she's definitely more competent than. A bunch of these white honkies uh, are getting
1: murdered. Right.
0: She's only more competent than Deputy Dewey. Well. Michael Rosenbaum at the party gets mad at Jared Leto because Jared Leto's like, "We're all gonna get fucking killed, yeah, if we don't go to Mars."
1: Thirty seconds from now.
0: Thirty seconds. Fuck you. Rosenbaum gets mad and he like eviscerates him for a shitty Jimmy Olsen bit that he's doing. Yeah. Uh, And I guess Jared Leto's like, "No, I'm sad," and but really, like, not that many people die as a consequence of this.
1: No, I. There's only like what five people that die this whole movie,
0: if that. Rosenbaum then gets a phone call, and it's like, the call's from inside the house, bitch. And he's like, yeah, I know that urban legend. And he's like, but that's not the urban legend. We put your dog in a microwave. First off, this
1: dog is like, what, a terrier? Yeah. And-
0: It gets smaller.
1: It- we have a microwave. It was a
0: reverse th- shrinky dink dog. And
1: my stepsister had a terrier. I-, I know what the size of things are. And there's no way you'd fit that dog in that microwave.
0: But also, you pierced your fucking dog's nose and you were giving Did beer. A beer? You were beer bonging your dog. And I don't know if you noticed, but the beer bong has the dog's name on it, which I thought was kind of cute.
1: That's kind of cute. His name is Hootie.
0: You don't deserve that dog, my guy. No. Hootie. Is it of- cutie? What?
2: Hootie of the blowfish.
0: Yes, that's correct. Uh, the killer. Kills. Huh. Huh. Got him. We're, we're, we're working out the kinks here, okay? My girls and mom gets killed by the Parker murderer.
1: With Pop Rocks and Drano. This
0: one's not bad.
1: This is actually, I remember watching this as a kid, and this was one of the ones that kind of like freaked me out because I was like, oh, Draino? That he stuff's also has in my like, bathroom. Uh,
0: like a, a, a toilet a snake that he rams mm-hmm. down his throat. So it's a pretty unpleasant thing. I also could do without the animal murder.
1: Well, yeah, that's like the one thing I should say. This movie loses a lot of points, uh, because they show the dog, quote- unquote, in the microwave having blown up like a chili cheese dog, like, ha <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But it, the, the, uh, whatever. the science doesn't make sense, anyways.:
0: The science doesn't fit. The killer, Rebecca Gayhart, we've established runs clearly is like a cross-country olympic runner she
1: has to have some really great cardio
0: going because on. what happens tara reed leaves the party mm-hmm. she goes to the radio show at a separate building rebecca gayhart has to have called from a different line in the house so michael rosenbaum answer yep michael rosenbaum has to find the dog yep run to the bathroom to puke rebecca gayhart has to run upstairs Avoid detection by anybody yes. who could see if they get close enough that she's in the parka. Yes. Kill Rosenbaum. Yes. Run from the building immediately. Go on. To the radio show building, where she then, because these things are happening concurrently, she would have to, like, sprint like the Flash.
1: I'm just going to say, she's no Robin Williams at Bridges when he has the meeting between the television director and ESP Mrs. Doubtfire, so.
0: She's also no Ezra Miller. Ooh. Ooh.
1: A bit of a Fred Flintstone, though.
0: I was trying to make the sound that he makes when his feet run.
2: No. I don't think that's what it is.
0: I'll work on it. Then, after Rebecca Gayhart kills Tara Reed, which Alicia Witt sees,
1: Alicia Witt. She kills her on air. Oh, and that same nerdo is just like, oh, she's faking the death for her massacre tribute? I don't know.
0: Well, then Rebecca Gayhart has to run back. So she can meet uh, Jared Leto and Alicia Witt at the party again so that they can drive to the gas station.
1: The only other place in this whole movie. There are two, sorry, three locations. The school, the woods where Damon Brooks, uh, Joshua Jackson dies, a. and King. a gas station. That is literally the only places that happen in this movie.
0: That and means, also, that, means no- that Rebecca Gayhart committed two murders and ran like... A fucking marathon? There's also no other adult. It's Reese,
1: the Bob England, and the Dean. That's it. There's no cops, there's no like adults, there's no other students, but like her friends, like it's a ghost town, maybe. Which would all make sense. If we were saying it's like the last week of finals and everybody else like left for like Shut up, woman. Okay, whatever.
0: Did you direct Valentine and almost direct I know what you did last
1: summer? No, but I go to college still, so I know what a spring break or a winter break looks like
0: Did you have the privilege of having a cherry pop and daddy song play at a frat house No it's That's sad. correct Gayhart, Lido and Wit all converge. These are yes. all of our survivors, mm-hmm. right? They all get in their car and they're going to leave campus. Here you, we you go. You know he's driving
1: a woody.
2: It's a woody. It's a sick car.
0: You're my favorite deputy. Thank you. <laughs> They drive to the well-lit gas station. A
1: very nice gas station.
0: That fake Shannon Sossman did not go to. There, uh, Rebecca Gayhart's like, I'm so sorry that I, like, judged you for liking Jared Leto. (laughs) And you're like, why does any of this matter right now? Yeah,
1: they kind of throw this Jared Leto, Alicia Witt thing in towards the end. Like, at no point in the movie do you ever feel like they have chemistry. They have no chemistry. Rebecca Gayhart just wants
0: that dick. I know. She wants that Catalano dick. She's
1: as if almost crazy about it. So
0: fucking... Women be shopping.
1: Women be shopping.
0: They find the body of none other than Bob England in the car.
1: In the car, because they're like, yo, bro, what fucking smells? And let me just... So Bob England has been dead now for a couple hours, maybe a day, and you're telling me he's been in the back of this car and Jared Leto doesn't notice a smell? That is disgusting. So besides not being able to read, apparently Jared Leto can't (laughs) smell
2: anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. At this point, if you're being a betting individual, you should probably suspect Jared Leto. He's with them the least amount of time.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's what they set up here. They're like, oh, it's fucking yeah, Jared Yeah, they just do Leto. a terrible job yeah, of it. At
0: like, no point do I believe it's Jared Leto. No. With the pre-understanding that it is Rebecca Gayhart watching this and attempting to be as innocent as possible, I still would not believe it was Jared Leto. Yeah. They run off into a field.
1: Yo, she fucking ditches her. As soon as she falls, she's like, peace out, bitch.
0: And then Janitor Argento picks her up.
1: Mm-hmm. Because he's just the only other person who's an adult with a car in this movie.
0: And he's got like a truck full of ricotta in the back. Ooh. That's right. Tasty. She suspects him because he's not hot.
1: He's not hot. He's a creepo weirdo son.
0: Which is, is now the killer both Jared Leto and the janitor. Why two killers? Well, <sighs> why not both? Why not both? True crime and wine. So the janitor does the high beams thing.
2: Oh, man. Oh, my God. And the car going
0: in the opposite direction is the murderer dirderer.
1: murder durderer.
0: Uh Janitor Argento. Yeah. And Alicia Witt. Rebecca Earhart's missing, by the way. She's been missing the whole time. We're well, not asking fell questions. she the field. She Remember, fell.
1: She, she got ditched by Alicia Witt pretty quick. She's a good friend. Yeah, she's a great friend.
0: Janitor Argento's truck gets flipped over, and Witt is drawn She's back at campus again, by the way. You can't escape it. It's literally like... That's
1: what I'm saying. At no point does she like run to a doctor or a hospital or there's like only one road. literally a, a house. A, a roadside gas station is just not the one that we've already seen. That's the only place that, that happened in this movie.
0: This is literally like... They're in the time loop from Mouth of Madness. There's nice. only one road. It goes to the gas station. Goes so that to that kid the, on the bike? That's right.
2: He won't let me leave. Please.
0: That kid scares the shit out of me. Alicia Wade hears screams coming from the Stanley Hall building. Mm-hmm. Oh man, was that foreskinning from before? Because Damon it was Brooks. It foreskinning. Damon Brooks, the uh, Ryan Reynolds, the, uh, what is it, uh, Van Wilder of oh, Pendleton yes. University. Uh, Damon could have had a Taj. In any case, uh, Wade is drawn to the Stanley Hall building. We, she craw- has to crawl in. Yes. Okay, let's do a little bit of back tech. That means that, uh, wait, wait, here's the crazy part. She finds all the bodies, right? Right.
1: It's very halloween Including,
0: yeah, Friday the 13th The Yeah. For whatever reason, uh, Joshua Jackson is in, like, a Hellraiser closet.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes.
0: There's all these chains and stuff. I was like, okay, she set that up? She also finds Michael Rosenbaum's body, which means that before... She met them back at the house. She had, she had run to have to the frat dr- house. run to the frat house also and deposited Michael Rosenbaum's body. The only thing that I can imagine could have happened is that Rebecca Gayhart takes Michael Rosenbaum's body, throws it over her back like it's like a sack of nothing, like a like a bag of skittles. Yeah. Runs to Stanley Hall. Runs to the radio building. Kills Tara Reed. Runs back to the party.
1: I'm saying this girl's got some good cardio
2: workouts.
0: Yeah, seriously, he would put fucking Michael Phelps to shame. In that pool, all the bodies are posed up. We get the whole uh, Rebecca Gayhart lying there, looking like in a weird, she, like Halloween Judith oh, Myers thing. it's almost thing. like
1: very uh, Carrie esque as well. Okay,
0: okay, right. Is she dead?
1: <gasps> oh my god, she died because Jared Leto murdered her because he's our murderer.
0: But she's not dead. <gasps> now her hair's super curly. It
1: is the curliest? And she's hair. got
0: more eyeliner on.
1: They make her look intense.
0: They do. Gayheart now has to be both Stumacher and Billy Loomis. Which, this is the thing. This is what happens after Scream. Yeah. You gotta be all wackety-schmackety in the last act because you're so fucking crazy.
1: Well, yeah, I guess it's also the baseline of all these movies is uh, you killed people because you're fucking insane? Question mark.
0: After these messages, I'll be right back. Yes, yes, yes. We find out that Alicia Witt when she was, like, joyriding with fake Shannon Sossman and killed her fucking boyfriend. Oh,
1: yeah. So that's, like, the big reveal is that Shannon Sossman, the chick that dies in the beginning, and then Alicia Witt were the ones who killed Rebecca Gehart's boyfriend, and then she sought revenge on them.
0: Which we find out via projector. Like, this is VH1's Red Dragon.
1: It's, it's so very odd because I also don't understand why would you end up going to that school? Why wouldn't you just kill her? Right. like You had to put in transfer papers,
0: go to a new school. Also, you created the, the, a tenuous connection to the Stanley Hall massacre. Was that intentional? Was it unintentional? Was it timing?
1: Yeah, this whole movie, there's, it felt like a lot of movies put together, and they were just like, yeah, don't think about the it. The
0: best part is she has the slideshow, like fucking Red Dragon, but she has like two slides. It's like, here's my boyfriend and I, and we're happy. Here's the footage of the incident. End of slide.
1: Well, look, slides are difficult. The third
0: slide is like a Pepsi and like (gasps) Pop Rocks. And she goes, this is my becoming. I'm Rebecca Gayheart. This is
1: my design.
0: (laughs) And now I look like the evil version of Miss Frizzle.
1: Oh, man. Yo, that would make sense though she was Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle can bench.
0: That's true. Uh, Now Gayheart wants to do the kidney removal thing. Mm -hmm,
1: That's the one I do know. Her
0: favorite UL. That's not happening, you guys. UL is not happening. Stop trying to make UL happen. Yeah, no. The good news is Reese is there. (gasps) Reese! And Reese doesn't hesitate to shoot a gun. Nice. She does, uh, she gets stabbed, right? Yeah, Yeah, Rebecca Gay has a fucking switchblade. Mm Mm-hmm. But she hasn't used the whole movie. But she uses it now to stab Reese. Reeston shoots her twice in the chest and she flies through the fucking window.
1: Like a movie called, I think, Fall Time.
0: I'm unfamiliar with it.
1: Well, I think there's a girl and she wears like a dress and then, you know, there's like another girl hiding in a closet. I heard
0: she was one of the he shes down at the Bowery. That's the rumor about that actress. She's also mad because Alicia Witt. uh, is romantically entangled with Jared Leto now, but not even really. They just kissed once. Once. No standing sixty-nine. Gayhart should be super dead right now. Okay, very dead. But because she's been eating that Gronkowski uh, clam chowder, she pulls a fucking like Halloween. Yeah. There's also the moment where Reese, the only person who has saved anybody in this movie effectively, is like bleeding out, and they're like oh, we call the paramedics, goodbye! Oh, yeah, and at some point,
1: Jared Leto shows up and tries to convince uh, Rebecca Gayheart oh, that God, he's yeah. on her side, but that's also, like, that's very so quickly, like, Yeah, they do dismissed. a thing, so
0: Leto shows up, and so uh, my guess is that this is Jared Leto trying to act like he's trying to pretend.
1: Yeah. But
0: it's just, like, really the stiffest thing. He's like, yeah, I'm glad that you got away with these murders, and now... We can get married and live in the Malibu Barbie dream house. Nice. And she's like, that's pretty good. But I know you'd be lions.
1: Yeah, I, th- it's just kind of hackneyed on. So. Right.
0: Does it feel like they were like, oh, yeah, well, we want you to think that it's going to be a two killer scenario. But then it's not a two killer scenario. Is that the twist? Scenario. Is that
1: you think it's two killers, but then it's not? And so the twist of two killers is that it's not two killers. But and- why
0: two killers? But why <gasps> two killers? It keeps coming back. Time is a flat circle or something. Yeah. And then her and Leto leave a a dying black woman.
2: Yeah, well, Get into their woody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As
0: they're driving off, Leto says, so if this is an urban legend, at what point do we get to the twist? But urban legends don't always have twists. No,
1: like they're just kind of like unfortunate events that you hope never happen to you that just get passed down through generations. They're not really like a
0: twist. Drinking an excess of Pepsi like Fuller and then eating Pop Rocks and having your intestines explode is not a twist. It's just a turn of events.
2: Yeah. Isn't it ironic? Gay heart, Gay heart.
0: <laughs> Is in the back seat. <gasps> like in Bro. the beginning. Oh,
1: it's like a full circle. It's like
0: poetry. They rhyme. She's in the back seat. And she takes out her axe, which she can swing fully inside that I'm tiny I'm really car. impressed at
1: how well she can sw- swing this She's axe. She's a fucking Well, I think she had some, like, athlete. Paimon training. You know, like, when, like, she has to dig herself out of the grave and kill Bill, and she shoots back to, like, how she would hit the wood at close, like, range. You're
0: thinking of Paimon, not yes. Paimon. Yeah. In Paimon training, you fall out of a window and well, die. there you go. Or, well, you know. smash your face on a sign. It's
1: all about close objects. Or and, uh, get immolated. <laughs> so I imagine she had that kind of training. She was just, like, with her little axe at home, just like, dink. Ding. until she builds up her strength so well that she could, like, decapitate a person in a moving vehicle.
0: Man, I would actually love to see, um, like, a Chinese-dubbed Rebecca Gayhart training with, like, a Fu Manchu-type guy mm-hmm. because she wants revenge. Circa Urban Legends.
2: Yeah. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Uh, she's in the back of the car. She tries to kill them. They smash that brake and she supermans through the window. Mm-hmm. Again, she just fell out of a building, got shot twice, and now is Superman out of the window into, like, and hits the water from a pretty high elevation. Pretty
1: high, yeah. Also, as somebody who's flown through a windshield, y- you tend to fuck up your face. So this is important to keep in mind.
0: Fade out. It's, it was raining, by the <gasps> way. Just like the poetry they rhyme, I'm George Lukey. Nice. At the end, we, we cut in on even older teenagers.
1: Yeah, they are like a great. 40 years old. And they all
0: look like they're in like a Nintendo 64 rollerblading game. There's that one girl who looks like she's like, she's literally dressed like Liz Lemon, quote, <laughs> baby hooker. Yeah. I don't know what she's wearing. Everyone That's looks like they're 40 thing years old. about
1: this movie that I don't understand. Like, is it supposed to take place in 1998 or earlier or later? Like, how many years are going on between these movies? How is Rebecca Gayhart pretending to be so young?
0: Well, the 50-year-old man who's telling the story is talking about a different university. And he finishes telling the story of the movie we oh just my watched, my guy. This is like a Möbius strip. He finishes telling the story, and then a voice says, "Oh, listen up, guys, because this is how the story really grows, goes, grows, grow, grew, 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 the uh, way, they the way, they talk about how like, She's supposed to be the Noxzema girl, because yeah. she is in the Noxima commercials. Mm-hmm. And it's Brenda! Oh my god, it's Rebecca Gayhart! Yeah! She's still alive, but now she has like a Daphne thing around her neck. And she's also got
1: no facial injuries. She looks fine. She looks fine. She looks like Rebecca Gayhart from a scene
0: ago. <laughs> Those Gronk genetics. Yes. All right, what did you think?
1: Oh man, I love Urban Legend. I remember when the trailers for this came out and I was a big Joshua Jackson fan because he was in The Mighty Ducks, which I loved. So uh, it was a natural
0: pick for me to like want to go and see this.
1: But I I mean, there's a lot that doesn't work for this movie, but I still love
0: it. How many microwave dogs out of 10 do you give this?
1: Oh, I give it... 7.3 7.3 Microwave Dogs. Okay. I take a lot of weight just because once you pay attention, you realize like none of the plot makes sense and all the timelines kind of are fucked, but it's fun enough.
0: This is a perfect hangout movie, though. Get your friends together, get a six pack, get some potions inside G. And like, if you don't think about it at all.
1: Yeah, just let it uh, kind of slowly wash over your body. The thing
0: about this movie, and I, as I said earlier many times, I really enjoy this movie it is really incoherent if you think about mm-hmm. it. But the movie also moves really fast. Yes. What it does have is they are effectively replicating the pace of Scream. Yeah. And by doing that, you don't have enough time to think about it. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, there are huge issues. And that's the strength of Scream. We could gush about Scream all the time. Yeah, And by the way, way, way down the line, we may cover Scream. The point is that this is about the consequences of Scream. Yes. But when you watch Scream and when we showed it on the cinema... We talked about how it's really interesting to try and map out who's doing the killings. Is it Billy yeah. or is it Stu? And those timelines match up appropriately, mm-hmm. if you think about it. In this, none of that makes any sense. But I do wonder if there
1: were supposed to be two killers and then they didn't because they wanted it to be so much different from Scream. I don't know. but I,
0: I wish that they kind of fleshed out the conceit a little bit more. Mm. There needs to be a little bit more connective tissue. Uh, and the gore is a huge missed opportunity yeah. there. Well, I mean, you're least. not
1: getting gore at this time.
0: I give it a seven microwaved dogs. Out owned of Owned by Michael Rosenbaum out of 10. Nice. Um, that's it. That's our show for all yeah. of you fine folks. Uh, we are going to be bringing you a lot more content. Uh, come. Uh, watch our stream, Doctor Benny Cinema, mm-hmm. almost every Friday.
1: Almost every Friday. Also, thank you for sticking through. This is our first time recording without the the big setup. This is just in our kitchen,
0: so we're working out the kinks. We're working
1: out the kinks, we'll but get the uh, flow. you know.
0: So yeah. Uh, until next time, don't blame the killers. Damn blame it. the movies. Yeah. Uh, don't blame the movies. Movies don't. God damn it! What's the line?
1: Sid, you can't blame the movies. Movies don't make psychos. Movies make psychos more creative.
0: Yeah, okay. So we're going to do it again. Ready? Okay, Jesse, cut all that shit.
1: (laughs) I think he's smart enough to get that.
0: So, until next time, movies don't create psychos.
1: Psychos. Um,
0: One more time. Dr. Ben's just going to say it on his own. No, you're going to say the second part. Okay. Until next time... Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Because of the end of civilization, the clamp cable network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming. But more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life.